Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Mic check. One, two, one, two. I'm laughing because it's been a minute and I'm nervous. In the midst of me pregaming, I was nervous. I was getting the jitters. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. But let's go. Let's get right into it. If your appearance is your largest asset, you're going to do some whole shit. Say sick and sit a podcast. Yes. Let's go. Watch these rappers get all up in your guts. Prince vanilla butter pecan chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. And scooped in my ice cream truck. Your honey dip, summertime fine, jerry dripping. Seen you were pickings with a bunch of chickens, how you clicking? I kept shooting strong notes as we got close. She rock rope, honey throat smelling like impulse. Your whole shell, baby's wicked like Nimrod. Caught me like a freshwater straw, or may I not be God? Attitude is very rude, boo. Crabby like seafood. It turns me on like vine, see your law rule. They call me Starky Love Hunt. Check the strategy by any means. Surely Temple Cross was done by Billy Jay. Like and sit podcast. Diablo, Smorphy, Six Shoe, Carmel Complex, and Breath smelling like cinnamon. Excuse me, honey, don't mean no harm. Turn around again. Backyard's banging like a Benzie. If I were Jiggy, you'd be spotted like Spot McKenzie. I'm high powered, put a Dina Howard to sleep, you're parting. That's been on my mind all week. But uh, back to you, Maybelline Queen, let's make a team. You can have anything in this world except cream. So, what you wanna do? What you wanna do? Let's go ahead and walk these dogs and represent Boo. Watch these rap niggas get all up in your guts. First vanilla butter, pecan, chocolate deluxe. Even Say sick and sit a podcast. Let's go. Challenge finest. What up, boo? Peace, your highness. Yo, I'm lounging. Big style. Young niggas is the flyest. Moves you're making. True fly shoes is shaking out a rape patient. You're looking good, fly colored Asian. Ghettos, them is your hometown. We could go the whole round. After that, I'm shooting downtown. I'm rocking hats and your wig is all intact. Who's that queen bee chick? Eyes curly black. Freaks be moving in fly snakes. Two finger rings and go teeth. And ain't afraid to hold heat. So when I step in the square, dear, you better have cream this shit. Freakin' spin, I can get. Watch these rap just get all up in your guts. Prince vanilla butter, pecan, chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. Say sick and sit a podcast. Yeah. Sexy, persuasive, tatas and thighs. Catch my eyes like highs. I want to bodily surprise. Double down some time. Ice cream, you got me falling out like a cripple. I love you like I love my times. Ooh, baby, I miss you. Your sweet tender touches take pulls off the duchess. Orgasm in my mind, stay masturbating your clutches. I want you for self like wealth, so play me closely. Just paranoia for this thing. Who want the most of me? Only a hard dozen want to be calling me cousin. Thirsty for my catalog, baby shopping free of loving. Call me if you want to get dug like the pockets. I just like a giant break wounds out of the sockets. Say stick and sit a podcast. in the cut, for real, is what? It's the after party, give one of them. Watch these rap kids get all up in your guts. Prince Vanilla, butter, pecan, chocolate, deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. Scooped in the ice cream truck, who tears it up? Ice cold just melt down when in my clutch. And want they be sucked, ice cream. Yeah. Say stick and sit a podcast. Vanilla, butter, pecan, chocolate, deluxe.
deluxe Even caramel sundaes is getting touched Scooped in the ice cream truck, who tears it up? Ice cold just melt down when in the clutch They want they sucked Ice cream, one love to my chocolate deluxes Keep your nails done and your wigs tight, hold up Seis to consider podcast. Yes, I am back. Seis to consider podcast. Yes, yes, indeedy. We are back. Back for another episode. Yes, Seis to consider podcast. I'm your host, Derek Silver. But let's officially introduce. The show. It's a taste to consider podcast. I'm your host, Derek Silver, and we are back. Back for another episode. Yes, back for another episode. Taste to consider podcast. I know it's been a minute, but let me start right now by saying it is May. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I hope and pray that everybody's mental health is in a good space. And if it's not, I hope that you are getting the help that you need. Y'all know mental health advocacy is very near and dear to me. So I talk about my struggles my walk my path whatever you want to call it a lot on this podcast as well as on greatestiamblog.com and i just hope everybody is doing well uh it's, it's just a lot going on in the world today and i know it's a lot going on probably in people's lives trying to figure out what's going on you know trying to find their place in the world you know trying to find their self and you know relationships partnerships all that other stuff mental health can be very difficult to maintain and balance so i hope you know there's so many resources out there um so I hope everybody takes the time if if you're feeling as though your mental health is not in the right space that you take a step back and do what you need to to get yourself right and to get yourself in a place where when situations come up with your mental and emotional health that you're able to, you know, um, work through it and uh, you have tools in place or a routine in place that'll help you, you know, um, get your head back above um, water um, and just keep yourself in in the right mindset to just know that um, when things happen that there is always light at the end of the tunnel. I know that's like a cliche term, but it really is, you know, um, when I sit back and and think about my journey, my struggles, um, the things that I've gone through with general anxiety, social anxiety, and depression, um, 
looking back before I had tools in place, before I was going to therapy and stuff like that, it seemed like there was no end. It seemed like, you know, um, I was just going down a road of um, no way out. But, you know, I finally got to the point where I started going to therapy, started implementing routines and putting tools in place and stuff like that to help me balance and maintain and build up, you know, saying uh, break break down the the negative and the bad habits and stuff that was going on, thing, trauma, things that I've learned over the years from childhood on up and before I started going to therapy and when I started going to therapy and, you know what I'm saying, putting stuff in place and learning things about myself, able to look back in the past and and understand why I was doing this or why I was thinking this, why I was feeling this, why I was, you know, doing things a certain way, then things started to, you know, it was like a the the meta the metaphor of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. I was able to just morph myself into uh, the person that I wanted to be and I'm still working on that you know to this day and that's going to be a never-ending thing you know um, I was talking to my barber today and and there's one thing you can always count on is change change will always be there no matter what you know and um, I, I thank God I think you know what I'm saying that I found and I actually accepted the fact that, you know, I had an illness and I started going to therapy. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm still working on, on on a lot of things, but I'm just glad that I got the self-awareness of what's actually going on with me so I can check myself. And, you know, I still fall into um, a lot of um, old habits and old ways of thinking and feeling and stuff like that. But it's a process because, you know, I'm 41 years old right now. I I didn't start going to therapy until I was 31, 32. And I've been going to therapy ever since then, you know. And just think about, you know, all the things that I picked up from the age of one or whenever I can comprehend, let's say, four or five years old, all the way up to the, the age of 31, 32. It's going to take some time to really, you know, break habits and, you know, change your way of thinking and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working on 10 years off of 20 something years, you know, so I haven't even necessarily caught up if you're thinking of time and and years. But, you know, I'm in a much better place, much more confident. Um much more secure in myself, um, you know, and I'm still building on that. And I just, I thank God because the destructive things that I was doing um, in my 20s, um, yeah, I'm thankful to be here. (laughs) I'm thankful to be here. But, yeah, I'm back for another episode. Um, It's been, it's really been a minute. Um. Last episode, the Black Love uh, Bracket, I got a lot of great feedback on that. Um, one of my best episodes I've ever done because, you know what I'm saying, I took myself out of the, the norm of the routine of talking about 
um, current events and mental health stuff and Lord have mercy, relationships, 50-50 and all that bullshit. <laughs> but it was a good episode. I got a lot of great feedback from it and I, I knew I would because I knew the, the episode was going to be really good. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, like I was honest with myself, I wish it got much more of much more attention. And that's one of the things that I struggle with a lot with this podcast. Um, I know I'm great at this podcast thing. I know I have a great ass show, but, you know, living in this world and popularities and going viral and shit like that. And like one of the things that I struggle with for a long time, you know, because of me with my struggles with depression in the past and stuff is comparing myself to people and all that stuff like that i see a lot of bullshit ass content out here and i ain't trying to go on nobody but i'm being real you know what i'm saying for once in my life i'm being real and confident about myself it's a lot of trash ass shit out here <laughs> and and my stuff is 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 very good very good i do a lot of um work on this podcast and i do it all by myself and that's one of the struggles and the um one of the struggles that I deal with, you know, um, feeling burnt out at time and getting discouraged and stuff like that. And I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I keep it a buck on this, on this podcast, but I do, you know what I'm saying? That's, I, that's where some of the breaks come from. You know what I'm saying? The discouragement and feeling as though, why am I still doing this and stuff? Like I'm about to be on year four in June, June 1st, year four. But I really do know I know and feel that I'm great at, at podcasting and stuff. Um, really good at putting shows together and stuff like that. But I'm still, you know, like I said, I'm still working on myself. I'm still working through some of the the negative and bad habits that I was used to and ways of thinking and stuff like that. But I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. And that's why I always say, like, you know what I'm saying, um, I need the... I need and I want, you know what I'm saying, I encourage the feedback and stuff like that, you know, because I also, not only because it, it helps keep me going, but I also want to engage with people, you know, I'm I'm doing this podcast all by myself, you know, I don't have a, a co-host or, you know what I'm saying, I don't have guests all the time, so I'm really doing a lot of this myself, and I'm not going to debate anybody, you know what I'm saying, because I feel like debating is a waste of time, you know, it's about having conversations, you know, um, I feel like a debate is all about competition and worrying about who's right and wrong, but I'm all about having conversations because it's a lot of people that, you know what I'm saying, I don't agree with everything they say, but I'm I'm also going to be open to the things that they say, and it's a lot of people out here that, you know, that I wouldn't necessarily hang out with, but A lot, some of the things that they say is is relevant. You know what I'm saying? It's correct, and that's that's the same thing with me. That's what it takes to consider podcast is all about. I don't expect everybody to agree with me or like the things that I say, but you can't deny some of the things that I say. So I'm giving you a taste of everything, and that has allowed me to, you know, what I'm saying, be open to everybody else's taste. You know, um. We shouldn't agree. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I talk about this all the time. I don't like followers. I don't like that following crap. I don't like 
being that, you know what I'm saying, um, that in that that ant having that ant mentality where everybody's following each other doing the same things, you know, we are all different people. We all bring something to the table. So, you know, even if I disagree with some of the things that you believe in or say and stuff like that, that ain't going to make me feel any, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to make me hate you or not want to follow you or not want to ha- have a conversation with you or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? That That's stupid to me. That, that's really stupid to me. You know what I'm saying? This This world is so big and... The beauty of it to me is, is that everybody has different thoughts, feelings, experiences and stuff. So that's how you learn. You know what I'm saying? You never know who um, can change your perspective on something or can push you further based off of a conversation or interaction and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, Some people find beauty and, and fun in traveling. I love traveling. I just... Shit, I just don't like the hassle of the actual traveling. <laughs> Once you get there, everything cool, but I hate the hassle of traveling. But I'm a I'm the type of person that I love to learn. I love to get different people's perspectives and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of my vibe, you know what I'm saying? Um I love talking to people. I love learning new things whether it's from a movie or a TV show or me taking a trip somewhere or having a random conversation or observing or people watching, whatever. I love that, you know. Um, so, yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I hope everybody is doing what they need to do for their mental health. Um, it's a lot of tools out here. It's a lot of people out here on social media to follow and stuff like that that give good tools. Watch out for them people that I talked about on this show, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's funny because, man, I got back on Instagram. Because I ain't been on social media either. Well, I've been on Twitter. I've been, you know, messing around on Twitter. But I ain't been on Instagram like that. You know what I'm saying? I've slowly been falling off of Instagram. Instagram has been a tool mostly for the podcast. And I got on Instagram today while I was doing the pre-gaming and stuff. And for people who actually follow me, on my main page and my podcast page, y'all know how I post stuff in for the pregame of the current episode that I'm going to record. And I was on that John Lost. I'm like, all these new tools and ways of doing things. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was so confused and lost. I felt like an older person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I got back in the flow of it pretty quickly but yeah i was kind of thrown off by uh, some of the new ways of doing things on instagram um yeah so the show that i got for you today uh, some of the stuff is from topics and current events from not even current events events from weeks or even months ago but um it all excuse me burp number one it all lines up so this show is titled Predators. Already, burp number two. Already had a title for the show. Burp number three. Already had a title for the show and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because this part of the show was already done before um, I finished the last show. But I just didn't record. 
So, you know what I'm saying? I picked up and added some things to it that was relevant. But this show is titled Predators. And first, let me read the definition of predator. There's several definitions. Let me see. Uh, uh, let me pull this up. Like I said, it's been a minute. Been a minute. Let me see. Okay. Um, this is from Merriam-Webster. It says, this is the first definition. An organism that primarily obtains food by the killing and the consuming of other organisms. An organism that lives by predation. An animal that preys on other animals. Definition two. One who injures or exploits others for personal gain or profit. So that's the one that I, I want to focus on, that second one, the second definition. One who injures or exploits others for personal gain or profit. But let me go to another um, website, this dictionary.com, and read uh, this definition. Of course, the first one, it says zoology, any organism that exists by preying upon other organisms. Definition two. A person or group that plunders, pillages, or robs as in war. Number three, a person, group, or business that exploits, victimizes, or preys on others. Four, an overbearing, greedy, or selfish person. So, I'm not surprised by the definition, the the definitions after the first one. I mean, we expect the def the first definition, the zoology one. When it comes to predators, because when you think about predators, uh, for one, you're going to think about the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> but you're going to think about nature. You're going to think about the wild. You're going to think about lions attacking gazelles. You're going to think about um, shit, whatever animal shit. Um, uh, cheetah attacking some other prey or whatever you know what i'm saying so that's what you think about and we look at though we look at that as you know what i'm saying that being nature that's natural you know what i'm saying that that is their that is their nature that is what they do so we look at it like certain certain animals are predators and then they have their prey even with like insects and stuff like that but we never really think about predators in the form of humans, of us. I mean, we had, when, there are instances where we use the term predator for a human. Like um, older men who, older men or women who are preying on young children and stuff like that. That's when we really focus on it, like pedophilia and stuff like that but we kind of like let it go after that you know we don't look at it in all terms of of human behavior and I was sitting here thinking like the whole few weeks that I wasn't recording about this episode and predators 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 and looking at these definitions and I'm sitting here thinking like damn we are all 
each and every human on this planet is a predator in some form or fashion based off of these other definitions. So starting with the second one, a person or group that plunders, pillages or robs as in war. So we know we used to war, especially over in the United States. Shit, this whole world is we have plenty of stories of war. Of pillaging, robbing land, people, money, all of that. We understand that, right? So the third one, and I don't think this is something that we normally associate with the term predator, but it's part of the definition. <coughs> third definition, a person, group, or business that exploits, victimizes, or preys on others. And one of the examples they use is a sexual predator who targets children. But another example that they use that you don't hear a lot in the mainstream is corporate. It says corporate predators who go after smaller rivals. So what's key is the last definition It's not more important than the other two that I just read. But I feel like it's key because I feel like it applies to the ordinary human being. An overbearing, greedy, or selfish person. We don't really associate a selfish person or a greedy person or an overbearing person to a predator. So I was sitting, I was sitting here, you know what I'm saying, going through getting the episode together earlier today, and I'm sitting here thinking like we always think of, you know, nature and the animals and and insects and stuff like that, that that's their nature. It's a, they are predators and they're prey. That's, you know what I'm saying, that's the food chain, so to speak. But I was sitting here like, is that our true nature? Or is that what we become based off of degree? The selfishness and stuff like that. Is it, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here asking myself, I'm like, at some point in time, I was a predator. And the many a weeks that went by that I wasn't recording and I was thinking about this episode, I'm sitting here going through certain scenarios in my life. I'm like, damn, based off of this definition, I was a predator in this scenario. This situation, I was a predator in this situation. I was a predator there. I was a predator there. And then I started thinking about situations and looking at the people who have done stuff to me. So that person was considered a predator. That person was a predator. That person was a predator. And just thinking all throughout history, like, damn, is that our true nature? That might be our true nature. Because it just didn't start in the 2000s. It just didn't start in the 1900s. It just didn't start in the 1800s. It didn't start in the 1700s. It didn't start in the 1600s. On and on and on. If you believe that what's in the Bible is true, this shit was going on from the beginning of time. Predators. So is this our true nature? Damn. Is this our true nature? So, 
moving along to the um some of the topics. So like I said, some of these topics uh, you know what I'm saying, aren't current events, they past stuff, but it applies to the episode. And I'm just having the conversation. I'm not let me just start. <laughs> so one of the past uh events that happened that I missed out on talking in the current space was the Jonathan Major stuff. So we all know who Jonathan Majors is. He's an actor. He was in the Creed 3. He was in Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumanium playing Kane. And he had the incident with his girlfriend, a white young lady. And what the report is is that they got into a fight in a cab. She saw something on his phone and was trying to grab his phone, and they got into an issue, an altercation or whatever. So, Jonathan Majors is going through all of that right now. And, of course, it was going to be a mixed bag of conversation. You know, Jonathan Majors is a black man. He was dealing with a white woman. Um, And I've touched on this plenty of times before. That's a dangerous situation because how I feel in these type of situations a white woman can be the most dangerous person to a black man. And we've had plenty of examples throughout history that prove that. I'm not saying that, you know what I'm saying, he shouldn't have been with a white woman or, you know, um, all that other stuff. I'm all for people doing whatever the hell they want to do. <clears throat> so that's not the necessarily the issue for me. But... In these situations where a black man has gotten to some sort of altercation or anything, physical altercation, verbal altercation, whatever, with a white woman, it is very dangerous. And you're going to have people looking at you as you are a predator. I mean, black people, particularly black men, are looked at as predators. I mean, you had the... the um. Damn, what's the movie from a uh, long time ago? Uh, the Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Um, which was, even though it was a cinematic film, it was basically a a warning and a propaganda piece for the white community to let them know that black men are dangerous. <laughs> um. So it's always that's one of the reasons why I feel like, you know, black men have to be careful about dating outside of their race because we are all already looked at as predators. I mean, we're getting shot down on the street every day without warning. Um, So we looked at as a threat already. And when you put yourself in a situation where you're dating outside your race, if any type of situation happens or even if it don't happen and the person you're involved, the woman you're involved with says something happens, more than likely you're going to be guilty before proven innocent. And then there's still a stretch. So I don't. We don't know the facts of it, you know what I'm saying? All of it is a lot of speculation, but 
we have to be honest in saying that Jonathan Majors looks very guilty just based off of the narrative that's being pushed and what we always know to be true. True in terms of true examples of situations where a black man is dealing with a white woman or a white woman is accusing a black man of something. So prayers to that man. I hope, you know what I'm saying, he gets through it. Whether it's true or not, he need he should get help or stay away from, you know what I'm saying, these type of situations. And, you know, I would say let this be an example for other black men, but like I said, I'm not one to tell somebody else what to do, but it should be very plain to see, especially when you're in a position of being an entertainer or athlete or something like that, that, you know what I'm saying, you got to be careful with these situations, (laughs) You got to be careful with these situations. Um, Yeah, he's been dropped from his agency, from movie projects already, um, ad campaign and all that other stuff. Like, so he's already guilty before anything has even happened, like. The trial trial hasn't even happened yet. I know they had a preliminary hearing, but there hasn't been like a trial trial, but he's already guilty (laughs) in the eyes of, you know, the public. So moving on from that, the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama, boy, 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 how they make shit um, so normal, normal. Well, they try to, at least. Um, And we just let it slide. So the Dalai Lama got into some shit when um, excuse me, I know y'all heard that. (laughs) Um, He had an interaction with a young boy where they they called it a tongue greeting a tongue, quote-unquote tongue greeting, and this is supposed to be normal in their culture. And what's funny was it said the Dalai Lama's defenders say the criticism that he received from this interaction was westernized. (laughs) I find that funny because, like, it definitely, to me, it wasn't westernized for the simple fact that it'd be a lot of weird-ass pedophilia predator shit going on over here in the west already you know i know other countries have their cultures and and different cultures and their different ways of doing things or whatever but this 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 is too far like even when you when you sit here and think about this situation and you start thinking about the catholic priest or whatever it's all it's it's all some bullshit it's all some bullshit where they they claim it's their culture or or they they let shit slide and give people slaps on the wrist for stuff because they have this label or this title or whatever. And that's why I say I hate labels and titles and shit, because these people are just regular ass people. And we've had plenty of examples that we just let slide and let go of 
of them doing some dirty ass shit. Like, come on now, this dirty ass tongue greeting with kids. Nah, that that can't fly with me. But he got his supporters and they're defending it. You know, from the time this happened, when did this happen? Like um in early April. And you ain't heard nothing about it. This is what, May 18th? You ain't heard nothing about it since then. And this is why I say we just let shit slide because we always worried about some some MAGA or some Trump stuff or some 50-50 stuff or some relationship stuff or whatever we get distracted by. <laughs> we just let shit slide like this. And then we wonder what's going on when it's too late and we can't really do nothing about it. We already so entrenched into the bullshit that we can't pull ourselves up. Or people just so blinded by it or just don't care. It's just like, whatever. We'll just let this shit slide right now. (laughs) But this is some weird-ass shit. This is some pedophilia-ass shit for him to be doing this type of stuff. Another example of a predator. And we usually see this predatory shit when it comes to people in, with these titles or these high regards and all this other stuff. And we just let this shit slide because we're so enamored and so in awe of them because they have a title. And and this just and and this really goes for like people who really call themselves like uh Christians and stuff like that and and believe in God and stuff. It's a lot of false idol tree going on you know what i'm saying we we sit here and just have these idols these regular ass human beings or whatever and they be doing the most foul shit whether you know what i'm saying whether it comes out in the moment or it comes out later and we just still give them a pass it's cool to have grace i understand having grace but when it's extremes like this I feel like, nah, there really can't be no grace. But that's just my, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's just my taste. That's just my taste. I feel like kids and children and, you know what I'm saying, animal, certain animals that can't really defend themselves or, you know what I'm saying, have the mindset of knowing what's right and wrong. They can be easily groomed and, and stuff like that that, you can't you can't give people a slide on that. That's predatory shit. But moving along from that, let me relight my cigar. This is a good cigar. Um, this cigar right here is a Boa Vita. This is uh eighty eighty five cigars. This is one of the um, Ocho Cinco cigars. Chad Johnson, football player, former football player for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I got a couple of his cigars, and I like this one right here. I'm also drinking some Hennessy. Yes, some Hennessy. I know it's been a while since, you know what I'm saying, I pointed out, like, what I'm drinking and smoking for the show, other than when I posted on social media. But there's a reason for that, and you'll see when it happens, and you'll know why when it happens. (laughs) But this is a good cigar.
All right, so Freaknik. Freaknik documentary. This joint was going crazy early April. Early April, people was going crazy about the news of Hulu coming out with a Freaknik documentary. And I think it's supposed to come out in 2024. And just sitting back and looking at all the posts and the commentary, comments and stuff about the Freaknik documentary. And and I've never been a Freaknik, but I know about it. I've seen videos from it and all that other stuff. <laughs> um. But it was interesting seeing a lot of the commentary, the comments and stuff from black men and black women or whatever. And what I found interesting was um, even though every a lot of, you know, what I'm saying there was some spaces where people were being playful about it and stuff like that because they were there and stuff like that. But then you started seeing this this then the divide between black women and black men started taking shape in that space. You started seeing like people talking about the predatory nature of the black men that was at Freak Nick against the black women that were there and all that other stuff. And I found that so interesting because nobody told those black women to go to Freak Nick. And I'm not sitting here pushing the behavior that was going on because when it comes down to it, when people take out their projections and all that other stuff out of this situation. The black men and the black women that was at Freaknik were both engaged in that behavior. That sexual, overly sexualized behavior. It wasn't no one-sided situation. Not saying that certain people, whether black men or black women, wasn't going overboard or going too far or taking it to an extreme. Because I understand that that was happening. But you do open yourself up to the extreme. Excuse me, burp number five. When you place yourself in that position and you are participating in it. And that's key right there. When I say participating in it, that means when you're walking around, showing your titties, showing your ass, showing your vagina, all that other stuff, you have to understand that there's going to be situations where things might get out of hand. And I'm not victim shaming or blaming anybody, but let's be real. Isn't I'm not talking about the women who just went there, you know, because they wanted to hang out with their girls or whatever. I'm not talking about the fellas who went out there because they was hanging out with the fellas. I'm talking about the people who are actively participating in the debauchery, <laughs> the over-sexualized behavior during this freaknik. It was interesting because... Let me see. It's this particular post and excuse me, burp number six. I'm all out for the for the for this episode. 
It says social media going to rename the freak Nick documentary, quote, surviving black men, end quote, with think pieces from people who were never there. And this is where I said with a divide between black men and black women started taking shape in that space because it's only being one sided with the con the commentary or the disdain for the people who were actively participating in the over-sexualized nature of Freaknik. Like I said, I'm not talking about the people who just came there just to hang out or and all that other stuff. I'm talking about the people who actively participated in the overly sexualized nature of the Freaknik. If you can't understand what I'm saying and you still want to see that I'm or think that I'm victim blaming anybody who who um, was sexually assaulted or whatever, then that's your problem because that's not what I'm saying. But anyways, this divide already between black men and black women and you know what I'm saying? And it's not all black men and black women. It's certain groups or whatever who have gone through stuff, who have experienced stuff that haven't healed or or gotten through certain trauma. This is men and women. But they will only see it one-sided. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not sitting here to trying to defend the dudes that was down there doing what they was doing. But I have a problem when it comes to you labeling every black man as the select few that was down at Freaknik. Because Freaknik wasn't that big. Even though I wasn't down there, I knew what was going on and I knew the amount of, you know what I'm saying, the, the crowds and the amount of people. Every black man isn't a predator. Every black man isn't overly sexualized. Same thing with women. Every black woman isn't overly sexualized and stuff like that. So we got to use our heads and understand that this was a pocket of a certain group of people, black men and black women, who were down there doing this. But I will not, I will, I will not lie and sit here and think that you know what I'm saying. I'm not concerned about women. And certain black women retroactively criminalizing all black men for what a certain group of black men did down there. And even for black men, all black men to look at all black women a certain way because of a certain group of black women that went down there and did what they did. But this is, is a, you know what I'm saying, this documentary, you know, we sitting here celebrating and having fun and jokes about it. But we really missing the point that is showing the dysfunction that's within our community and our culture of us being too damn overly sexual. And this is coming from me, you know what I'm saying, um... I love some sexual activity, <laughs> but we got to be honest 
that a lot of the stuff that we call culture and when we think about movies, music videos and stuff like that, this shit is overly sexualized and it shapes us. You know, I'd be lying and say that when I was younger, that this stuff didn't make me overly horny and want to be trying to have sex at a young age. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can't even get away with, get away from it now, like on social media. Every time I will open up Instagram, ass and titties everywhere. I'm like, damn, can I get a break? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get away from the shit, you know what I'm saying? So I can control, you know what I'm saying, my hormones and my way of thinking. And there's ass and titties everywhere. Ass and titties everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's the thing now. You know, women make money off of that. OnlyFans, social media, all of that. It's all about showing ass and titties. You wouldn't think that these women have nothing else to offer to the world but ass and titties. Like, most recently, you know, I, I said I've been spending a lot of time on Twitter or whatever. Is I saw black women on Twitter arguing about whose jiggle was real. And when I say jiggle, I mean the jiggle from their thighs and their ass. Natural jiggle, like from them just walking or moving whose is real and whose wasn't like this is the this is the place that we're at like we're in the gutter <laughs> we in the gutter you know what i'm saying it's just and i'm not blaming it all on black women because when it comes down to it us even though there's a lot of black women out here that you know what i'm saying do it to compete against other black women but at the same time, uh, us black men being so damn thirsty and horny all the damn time is pushing it, you know? And it's just sad to see, like, <laughs> I be on Twitter and I just be seeing dudes commenting on women's pictures and videos. And the women don't even be paying attention to them, don't even be responding to them. I just be like, bruh, why is y'all doing that? Y'all making yourselves look like a fool. <laughs> making yourselves look like a fool but yeah it's it's like a continuous circle continuous cycle like we went from marching in the streets wearing suits and ties and dresses and hats and being in church and with the suits and ties and hats from now Walking down the street with booty shorts and skinny jeans and being up in church with tight dresses and showing your cleavage and stuff like that. I mean, it's just it's just wild. It's like this is what we think of ourselves. It's like it got worse. Like I was born in 1981. Yeah, 1981. And just to see the progression of things as I've gotten older. In my 41 years on this on this earth and our quote unquote culture and community that we've just further progressed into overly sexualized sexualization as opposed to unity. 
Yeah, but and then what kills me about the whole um situation, you'll have your blackly black woke people and all that other stuff, man. Sit here talking about some. Well, I hope they make a documentary about the girls gone wild and all that other stuff. And that just shows you that a lot of these blackity black woke people and conspiracy theorists, they don't do a lot of reading and research because there have been plenty of documentaries out on. Um, well, I ain't going to say plenty, but I've seen documentaries and docuseries on Girls Gone Wild and the impact that it had on just pop culture, period. And I'm just like, we spend too much time instead of fixing the shit that we got to fix within our community and our culture and use it on comparing ourselves to what white people doing or what they did, done, or whatever. And I'm just like, bruh, we're just never going to get up out the, out the pits because we too consumed on stuff that doesn't directly affect us. But like I said, it ain't going it ain't going to end. Because like even like a couple of months ago, um they had something down in Houston called the Mocha Festival. I saw videos from that Mocha Festival. This was just like a couple of weeks ago. A few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Niggas was having sex out in the open, giving head both ways. I I mean it's like what the hell is wrong with us black people, bruh? Like, my my personal opinion on it is that we're we so far from human connection, human intimacy, love, and true love, and you know what I'm saying, um, affection and stuff, that sex is the the easiest thing for is like a quick fix for us to connect with another human being or even feel as though that we have some 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 worth you know what i'm saying we we build we we get a quick fix of to our self-esteem from engaging in these these sexual acts without no type of <laughs> no type of knowledge of you know what I'm saying what the other person's sexual history is or their their health physical health or anything it's just like niggas just be wilding out I just man niggas be wilding out <laughs> it's not funny but I'm just like come on man but I got a clip I uh, I actually recorded myself um, in reference to this. So I'm going to play this clip. And yeah, I don't even remember because I, I recorded this clip like when all of this happened, like in early April. So I don't even remember what I said in this clip, but I'm going to play it anyway. I was driving while I was recording it. So here we go. Those events like Freak Nick, Spring Break, uh, Bike Week and all that other shit. Those those type of events um, invited. They pulled predators in, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that looking for a quick some quick ass or niggas that really can't get ass. Women that needed some quick attention or 
just wanted to wild out because they going through some things type don't know how to control their emotion type shit those type of events was full predators <laughs> and a lot of those women that was there they would have prayed because they mentally wasn't there wasn't emotionally stable and all that other stuff so it was like a it was like a a breeding ground for that shit it was a like it was full of lions and gazelles <laughs> i'm looking at the video i'm like damn where was i going <laughs> but yeah i mean and it's not just the women that couldn't control their emotions and all that other stuff from honestly and i talked about this before on uh, on another platform before when i was a guest on somebody else's platform about how most men we're so used to connecting sexually because that's all we know you know what i'm saying we weren't raised to be in touch with our feelings and our emotions so the only thing that we had was sex so like i already said about the the dudes down there that couldn't really get ass or you know what i'm saying or that was just you know what i'm saying a quick way to get some butt or whatever a lot of these dudes down there was just overly sexualized they their emotions and their feelings were so suppressed that that was just quick satisfaction for them and some of them was just i mean i some of them was just probably pervs and just straight predators honestly but yeah i mean these those that's why i say and no like the, the freak nick specifically that people who are actively actively that shit was a breeding ground for that for that for that shit you know what i'm saying that overly sexualized activity that was a breeding ground for that let me see yeah but let me move on to this cardi b situation and this is kind of like this situation right here is sort of new, but also it is something from the past as well when it comes to Cardi B's um, life. So I had some clips. Let me pull up these clips. Um, but let me read this first. It says Cardi B responds to allegations about her after receiving backlash for a tweet about predators. Quote, robbing and raping is two different type of shit, so don't fucking call me no rapist or predator. Don't play with my name like that. See, but when you read the definitions of a predator, it says a person, group, or business that exploits, victimizes, or preys on others. An overbearing, greedy, or selfish person. A group, a person, or group that plunders, pillages, or robs, as in war. So she was getting the backlash from when she talked about back in the day when she was a stripper and how she used to rob dudes. She used to, you know what I'm saying, act like she was going to go uh, to the hotel or the home or whatever to sleep with them or whatever. And she would drug them and sleep with them. I mean, not sleep with them, but she would, rob, she would drug them and then rob them. So let me pull these clips up. And this is why I say we don't. We got to start. That's why I say words are important. We always talk about actions. Actions are important, but words are just important. 
because those words have some definitions behind them that really matter. So um, let me pull up the clip. Let me pull up because this is a couple of clips. Let me see if I can find. Um, I hope. I know they kind of like out of order when I saved them. Let me see. Um, here we go. Um, all right, let me see. I think this is just the post right here. I don't think this is the video, but I do. Okay, okay. Here we go. Let me um, let me play this. Oh, bitch, you're the they might be out of order, but it don't matter. It's all relevant. Now, here we go. So I put the tweet up, right? I put the tweet up, and now people want to come at me like, oh, bitch, you're the wrong messenger. You're the wrong messenger. Then you robbing drug men. And it's like, listen, listen, listen. Y'all not going to keep doing this because when it comes to fucking weird-ass predators and rapists and pedophiles and shit, I'm really, like, I'm really, like, I don't play that shit. I really don't fucking play that shit. And for y'all to like trying to say that I'm like some predator or I'm some weird bitch because niggas wanted to buy pussy from me. And a lot of y'all be like, oh, these were vulnerable men you took advantage of. These were not no fucking vulnerable men. These are some freak ass niggas that like to go to the strip club. They like to get drunk. And after you go, after the fucking club is closed, they trying to fucking take advantage of bitches and trying to bargain. No, nigga. I'm going to go through them fucking pockets. And and then y'all be like, you drug and rob them. Did I touch their body? Did I touch their penis? Did I touch their ass? Did I touch them? Did I put my lips on them? No. No type of fucking touching. Don't confuse. And even if y'all claim, oh, you robbed them, what's robbing and uh, robbing and, and raping is? Two different type of shit. So don't fucking call me no rapist. Don't call me no fucking predator. Don't fucking play with my name like that because I don't play that shit. And because of that tweet, people talking about like, oh, but you the wrong messenger. How am I the wrong messenger, bitch? I'm the right messenger because I'm a fucking mom. I'm a fucking mom. And I'm a fucking woman. And I'm a girl that as a teenager, my body got abused. That don't talk about that shit because it's like. And I'm not arguing with anything. I don't know the specifics of her life or anything like that. But we have to be honest, like a lot of people who who are predators they were prey at one point and this is a clear example of that and i love cardi b or whatever but i think we have to be careful and understand the definitions of what a predator is yeah, she may not have raped anybody but according to the definition she was a predator she she knew the men she knew what men to go after what men to rob or whatever and do it you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not look, I ain't no I'm not no judge. I ain't no jury. I'm just pointing out the I'm just pointing out the facts that are given to me. And the definition of a predator <coughs> and what Cardi B is describing lines up very well. And I still love Cardi B. Point blank and period. But I think this is also a clear example of you hear a lot of these women out here who, you know what I'm saying, selling their bodies and showing off their bodies and stuff, talking about their mothers or whatever. But you are being kind of selfish because your kids are going to have to deal with this. And I'm just going to leave it there and I'm going to play the clip, play the rest of the clip. That's another story for another time. 
But just the whole fact that it's like, for y'all to even try me because I want I want y'all to protect y'all children because y'all need to be more careful with y'all kids. Y'all fucking sick. And it, and it makes me feel like y'all party predators, y'all fucking self. So, I so the tweet that she, she had, um, it says, the world is full of predators. They prey on the innocent, the ones who are most unknowing, unknowing our children. Predators could be our neighbors, our school teachers, even people with money, power, and our churches. Constantly talk with your kids about boundaries and what they shouldn't allow people to do to them. And I wholeheartedly agree with her. But I still believe, based off of the definition that at one point in Cardi B's life, she would be considered a predator. Look. The way I see things, we are all of everything. We've all been predators. We've all been cheaters. We've all been liars. We've all been bad people, whatever. These labels are aspects of our life. These labels are may describe certain points in our lives. But is it really us? That's what you will have to ask yourself. I can't say that for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not with you 24-7. I'm with myself 24-7. I have lied. I have cheated. I have done things that have been predatory based off of the definition. But I know damn well I'm not a cheater. I'm not a liar. And I'm not a predator. I may have done them things. We always look at things in a black and white situation. Oh, this person is good. This person is bad. But that is not true. All people have done good things. All people have done bad things. Are there some people out here that are just some evil ass people? Hell yeah. You may have. That is the anomaly in this world. There are some people that just are just straight up evil. That every step they take is all about them. That's where you get the term the narcissist and stuff like that. And there's some people out here that will portray that they are overly good. That's where you get the term the people pleasers and stuff like that. There are extremes on both sides. You know what I'm saying? There's extremely hot and cold. There's extremely black and white. There's extremely whatever. <laughs> but what's in the middle? What's the gray area? We all have moments in our lives where we've done things that we weren't proud of and, you know, that may have made us look bad in, in the eyes of somebody else. But is that really who we are, you know? Now, I think there's another, yeah, there's another clip with the Cardi B stuff. But, yeah. Like I said, I still got love for Cardi B. But... At some point, she would be considered a predator based off of the definition. But I don't look down on her or anything like that. But I think a lot of times, you know, um, like I already said in the beginning, like, I, I don't really, I can't, it's, it's difficult for me to give grace to people who, who go out their way to, to do things to people who can't defend themselves whether it's elderly or kid you know what i'm saying young kids and stuff like that that 
that's where I kind of draw the line. I, I know I may be wrong in that, but I know that there's similar thinking out there. I come from the, the old school way of thinking. You leave the women, children, and old folks alone. <laughs> but here goes, um, here's the other clip. So I'm getting in here because, all right, just so y'all see that I'm not lying, I'm going to post, I'm going to post this screenshot, right? So me and one of my high school friends, we don't really talk much, but sometimes we do be speaking. Yeah, I had the clips out of order, but here we go. <laughs> just so you can get the full range of everything that she said based off of this topic, because I don't want to leave nothing out with this, because she be so on podcasters. Granted, I ain't, I don't have, I ain't. I ain't popular enough for her to sue me. I hope not. But yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> and like, she is really like one of, she's really like a, a conspiracy. She's like, she's like a very woke person. Sometimes she believes certain conspiracy and sometimes we would debate about it. But it's crazy because we was just talking about how just how fucking sick there's like a lot of predators out there and like we both are mothers she got three kids and i got two kids and we was just talking about predators and we was just talking about how like predators and fucking people that like desire kids are like literally everywhere like like it could be your next door neighbors it could be teachers it could be a bum in the street and it could also be a fucking billionaire it could be a mayor it could be a person that runs a church actually most a lot of times it's a lot of people that um take advantage of religion and they will take advantage of religion and because they have that power they will take advantage of our children and you know what they are people that are always running these religions and these beliefs they're usually men men but don't get it twisted there's a lot of freaky women so um <laughs> she right like you know it's mostly it is mostly men but yeah there is a lot of freak ass women out here um i mentioned it once in a while that you know what i'm saying my first sexual experience was with a woman when i was young young <laughs> young young um yeah that was my first sexual experience and that's why i feel like in in my early years i was that's i feel like that's why i was over i i had a little more i was a little more overly sexualized because of the experience that i had at the age of five six years old with a woman you know what i'm saying um but let me play the rest of the clips but she right though some freaky ass women out here that would do some little some trash ass shit but it, it is mostly men and it's men in power nothing we was literally like talking about it like we was just literally like talking about it i'll take it off now so me and my friend was literally talking about it last night I'll take it off. I want to take it off. And then um, this morning or when I got off the plane, I see this guy, this, I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's like a monk or a spiritualist, whatever the fuck. I see that he kissed a boy on his mouth. And it's just like, damn, this is just going yeah, back to I'm the sure she talking about the Dalai Lama at like, this point. Like, some people this take was around the same time. and start doing perverted things to our children. 
So I posted a tweet about it, right? So I posted a tweet about it because it's just like, yo, we really have to protect our kids. And I don't think she a hypocrite for coming out and say all this stuff when she had her past. Because that's what I give grace for. You you learn from your experiences or whatever. And she may not understand or see herself at that moment as being a predator because of what she gone through. And I give her grace for that as well. You know what I'm saying? She she probably has so, so many situations where men have been predators towards her or whatever. So she look at it like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get mine back, you know? So I get that. So I will not shame her or anything like that. But at the same time, like I said, a lot of times when 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 there's a lot of people out here that are predators, they usually had a predatory situation when in their past somewhere. Any way possible. And we have to like let our kids know to be alert and like know that there's a violation when people touch your private parts, when it comes to family, when it talks to friends, when it comes to teachers, or when it comes to other kids. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some kids that are more advanced than others. So I put the tweet up, right? I put the tweet up, and now people want to come at me like, oh, bitch, you're the wrong messenger. You're the wrong messenger. Then you robbing drug men. And it's like, listen, listen, listen. Y'all not going to keep doing this because when it comes to fucking weird ass predators and rapists and pedophiles and shit i'm really like i'm really like i don't play that shit i really don't fucking play that shit and for y'all to like trying to say that i'm like some predator or i'm some weird bitch because niggas wanted to buy pussy from me and a lot of y'all be like oh all right so we heard this clip let me move on their ass. did i touch them did i put my lips on them no no type of fucking touching. Don't confuse. And even if y'all claim, oh, you robbed them, what's robbing and uh, robbing and, and raping is? Two different type of shit. So don't fucking call me no rapist. Don't call me no fucking predator. Don't fucking play with my name like that because I don't play that shit. And because of that tweet, people talking about like, oh, but you the wrong messenger. How am I the wrong messenger, bitch? I'm the right messenger because I'm a fucking mom. I'm a fucking mom. And I'm a fucking woman. And I'm a girl that as a teenager, my body got abused. I don't talk about that shit because it's like, that's another story for another time. But just the whole fact that it's like, for y'all to even try me because I want I want y'all to protect y'all children because y'all need to be more careful with y'all kids. Y'all fucking sick. And it, and it makes me feel like y'all party predators, y'all fucking self. The fuck? There's a lot of weird shit that be going the fuck on. That as you get older and as you get wiser, you see that like we live in a very freaky ass world. Yeah, she right about that. <laughs> and, it, and and I know people probably like you want to talk because of all the videos you making you. But I mean, she would know just just as good as anybody. You know, um, sex sales and the industry that she's in. That's 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 what you gotta do, you know. Um, I feel like all of us are contradictions, so I will not sit here and shame her for saying this, but doing that, because hey, shit, we are all contradictions. We are all contradicting. Nobody out here living holier than thou. Nobody. Um, I don't know, man. It's. It's just always interesting that, you know what I'm saying, we just, 
we see the shit, we know the shit going on, but we'll act like it's not going on. We'll debate somebody about it going on, or we'll, we'll tell them that they're being a conspiracy theorist or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? But the shit be right in front of our face. And I think it's just like we don't want to deal with we don't want to deal with the truth. So we just we'll act like it's not happening or we'll fight, fight somebody else for bringing it to us or whatever. So I don't know. But like I pay attention to to this shit like, you know, I'm a quote unquote conspiracy theorist. But I honestly say that I'm just a critical thinker. You know what I'm saying? Do I overly question some things at times yes i do but i rapidly overly question some things then just follow along and just go behind what what's being said or what's being told to me or what i'm seeing and stuff like that but all for cardi b i got love for cardi b or whatever so yeah it's a show on netflix very popular show called beef there's an actor that's on. I didn't watch the show. Um, but I saw all the controversy around one of the actors from the show. And this actor is called David Cho. And it says, this is where I first I first saw this on Twitter. And this is from BuzzFeedNews.com. It says, Twitter removed a viral video of beef actor David Choi seemingly describing a graphic rape because he filed a copyright claim. His co-stars and friends have not yet commented, nor have producers, Netflix, or A24. Beef is the number two show on Netflix right now. So, I got the clip. The clip was on Twitter. It's funny. They say he's been trying to, he's been successful in getting the clip off, but I, the clip is still on Twitter. I have the clip. Um, he's actually been suing people, um, for the clip, um, but he described himself raping a 14 year old black girl. So, you know, I'm going to have an issue with that because it's a black girl. And this is predatory behavior. So. Let me pull up the clip. The last time I checked, it was still on there. I checked earlier today, it was still on there. But we about to see right now. Whether it's on there or not, he's still sat there on a podcast talking about how he raped a black girl. And he tried to make it seem as though after the fact, when he started getting um, backlash from him, he tried to make it seem as though that it was just a story. Like it was a fictional story. It was an imagination. But here we go. Let me see if it's still on here. What do you know? It's still on here. Good job. Okay, so let me play this. That's what achieved there. Here we go. Thrill of possibly going to jail. You know. The, that's what got that's what achieved the erection quest. The getting the Ew, thing. you're basically telling us that you're a rapist now. And the only way to get your dick really hard is rape. Yeah. What does she look like? <laughs> like beautiful. Like be, like half like how black. How would you describe it? Half black, half white. Um, like lo- Leona Lewis. Long curly hair. Um, how old? Big titties. Huge titties. What the 
fuck is wrong with you guys? Huge, huge real titties. Who cares what she looks like? Dave is telling us he's a rapist. <laughs> oh, you're what did she look like? She's sitting there saying, saying what she's saying, but she's still sitting there. Like, either it's a joke to you or it's real or what? Like, they sitting there having this powwow, this, 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 this laugh, this, this, this sit down of, you know what I'm saying, free conversation as if this is okay. Even the, the quote unquote devil's advocate in the room or the person who has some morals and values in the room is still sitting there. It's, it's no way, but yeah. How long was her hair? <laughs> A successful rapist. So she's still participating in the conversation. She's sitting here talking about them. Who cares what she looked like? But then she sent. Then after the fact, she asks, "What color was her hair?" Like, but this is this is the norm right here. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to Hollywood, the entertainment business, and shit like that, this is what you're going to get. Everything is behind money, or you know, everything is behind their Holly, their celebrity culture, where we don't know really what's going on. We hear things, and we see certain things. You know what I'm saying? When stuff finally comes out but we still support you know what i'm saying this element or these these people you know what i'm saying but yeah this per this dude's name is david Choi. he's an actor on the netflix show beef and uh it says david Choi, actor on the netflix show beef had previously spoken on a podcast about being quote a successful rapist end quote a direct quote Choi successively DCMA apostrophe D. See, I don't know what this shit, I don't know what that means. Is it, but yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah. This is the stuff that we let, we let go. This is the stuff that we just pass on by or whatever. I think this is the same clip. I think I might have had this up here twice, but I'm going to play it again just for just to to get it ingrained it so here we go but the thrill of possibly going to jail you know the, that's what got that's what achieved the erection quest the getting the Ew, thing you're basically telling us that you're a rapist now and the only way to get your dick really hard is rape yeah what does she look like <laughs> like beautiful like like half like how black, would you describe half her? black half white um, like a long, Leona Lewis. long curly hair. But this is what I was saying about early with the Freaknik document. There's some niggas out here that just can't get women. There's some niggas out here that can't get women. They can't get ass or whatever. So they prey on people that's easily attainable, easily groomed, easily, easily wowed by fame or money and such. Um, How old? Big titties. Huge titties. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Huge, huge real titties. Who cares what she looks like? Dave is telling us he's a rapist. <laughs> a success what did she look like? How long was her hair? <laughs> a successful rapist. You heard him right there. Successful rapist. Like, this is just normal conversation for them. And some people just think they're untouchable. It would just be out in the open, you know? Me and my wife's situation is a little different, you know, how we how we met. 
you know, through mutual friends and everything like that. You know, I, when I met my wife, she was 17. So, you know, we had no really conversation and no really connection until, you know, she was of age. And, you know, it's, people don't understand it. And I got a lot of, of course, I got a lot of backlash for marrying someone that was 19. And, you know, when we did. Yeah, it's hard for me to understand. Marcus Houston is 41, just like I am. There's no way that I would be with her at this this current point. He married her when she was 19. Right now, she's 22. He's 41. There's no way that I can imagine myself being with a 22-year-old. I can't even imagine myself being with a 32-year-old. finally started to talk I was like this woman is like me and she was just like when I would talk to her she just for one we had a spiritual connection and I feel like that's the most important thing we both love God we both love Jehovah and that was key what Cardi B said using that religion using that religion boy <laughs> and being able to start being around her and talking to her and talking to like we got it. We 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 connected through music, and you know, uh, her spirit, her kindness, her heart reminds me a lot of my mom. And just you know, we connected on so many different. Yeah. So you see, this is we won't believe. But this ain't this ain't no this just ain't no celebrity thing. I mean, when you think about it, and this speaks to, you know the history of the world i mean whether you rich or poor um we've we've known plenty of instances where older men have married younger women shit we got a whole movie on it color purple think about the color purple and that was a black movie and think about your black family for the black listeners and think about period in the world how they do things the excuse me burp number seven and eight think about their arranged marriages and shit like that and just think about wealthy white men and all that other stuff this is this isn't nothing new like older men who have power or feel as though that they have power they will date younger women because these women are easily they're easily controllable you know what i'm saying you don't have to deal with with stuff you can easily groom these women and stuff like that so this is predatory behavior right you know what i'm saying it you probably got some man in your family that at some point married a younger woman whether it's centuries ago or whatever. Like, I've gone deep into my ancestry, and I, I've had a family member back in the 18 or 1700s, probably, I think it was the 1800s, that married, he was probably, he was 30, something, 30 years old at the time, married a 15-year-old. Like, I've seen, I seen the records of it, you know? So this is not something new. Like, I think we've got gotten so conditioned to this shit that we look at it as being normal. Like we'll 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 raise we'll raise a stink about it now in the current 
space that we're in, the current climate that we're in. But then we'll let it go. You know? But let me, I got another clip of myself. I made another clip of myself a while ago. So I'm going to play this. I don't remember what it's about, but we'll we'll see. Um, we won't believe these stories about this pedophilia stuff because we've seen plenty of signs of it when it comes to um, celebrities, um, powerful people, politicians, businessmen, stuff like that. We've seen it plenty of times. We've seen the signs. We've seen reports, you know, but it's like collectively we won't believe it unless we're actually told that that's what happened. Like for years, we knew what R. Kelly was up to. Years. We knew that. And we've seen signs from other people that are like predators and stuff like that when it comes to children and, and stuff. Shit. There's actually an FBI list out that shows you like the terms that these people use. And we've seen them. We've seen these celebrities and stuff like that use these terms on, on posts that they make and stuff like that with certain and certain symbols and stuff. We seen that in in children's movies and shows and stuff like that. We see this stuff. But it's like we won't collectively believe it unless we're told to believe it. Unless we're told that it's true. And when it gets to that point is when they can't spin the story no more because the person has absolutely been caught. And the story can't be spin no more or, you know, the people in charge can't use their leverage or their money or their influence or their power to get the people in the media to spin the story anymore. They're absolutely caught. The mainstream media, the mainstream media is not on our side. It's not. It's never. It never has been. Because there are powerful individuals in place that control the stories that we're fed. Like I said in this clip, we will only believe it when we're told to believe it. We've seen plenty of TV. We've seen plenty of movies. We've seen plenty of real life situations where things couldn't get spent anymore. Things couldn't get hidden anymore. So we had no choice but to hear the truth. But the truth would still be spending some sort of way. Shit, you got the Jeffrey Epstein shit. All the shit that they've made documentaries on him on several platforms. Even the uh the the um the woman Ghislaine Maxwell. The Epstein Island. You got controversy around the Oprah school, her school in Africa. Where there was child molestation and all that other stuff. We have clear examples, clear information out here. But we will only believe it unless we're told to believe it. Unless we're told to be outraged about it. I came across a story. And like I said, I consider... All news. I don't care where it's from. And this this one was from Fox News. I don't I don't care where where the information come from. I'm going to look into it. And this says Gates, the Gates Foundation funds millions to NGO claiming kids born sexual. 
10-year-olds should learn about commercial sex work. It says the sex ed says kids under 10 should learn as you grow up. You might start to be interested in people with diverse gender identities. And this came from Fox News. And I know oh, everybody got everybody got something to say about Fox News. But I looked at the article. It says the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donates millions annually to a non-governmental organization which claims that children are born sexual and should learn about commercial sex work under 10 years of age. The International Planned Parenthood Federation, IPPF, a separate entity from the U.S. nonprofit, wields significant influence on global sex education. The NGO comprises 120 independent organizations in over 146 countries and has received, including its European network, over $80 million from Gates. Other significant donors included the World Health Organization. But, but of course, since it come, it's coming from Fox News Network, most people won't believe it. Even though they have direct confirmation that it's actually happening. And this is what I say. People get so caught up into their biases and all that other stuff that they don't want to consider every source. But I'm going to move from that. Interesting topic that I came across. It says Roman Pulaski's child rape victim, Samantha Geimer, visited him in Paris and posed for a photo. Polanski's wife, Emanuela Segner, reposted the photo. Segner once interviewed the now adult victim that ran on a French publication. Geimer says the rape doesn't define her and Polanski, quote, paid his debt to society, end quote. Polanski drugged and raped Geimer when she was 13 in 1977. Polanski is currently a fugitive after he pled guilty to unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor and fled the country before sentencing. 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 <laughs> sentencing. I'm just, oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. But more on that, it says this is, a, this is a reminder that Director Roman Polanski fled the United States in 1978 after pleading guilty to unlawful sexual intercourse after drugging and raping 13-year-old Samantha, Samantha Geimer. He has gone on to make many films since and in 2003 won an Academy Award for Best Picture. Do I need to say more? If you remember, Roman Polanski was in um, one of the Rush Hour movies. I forget which one it was. I think it was the one, whichever one was when they went over to France. I don't know if that was two or three, but he was in that. But see, shit that we just let go. But yeah. Here's another story I came upon. But this one has kind of been out there for a while. It says, according to the Hollywood Reporter, disgraced Ellen DeGeneres is being forced to step down from her show after 19 
seasons due to several accusations of sexual harassment, groping, and other forms of misconduct. A former Warner Brothers employee who worked with The Ellen Show said the company, quote, turns a blind eye, end quote, to the alleged misconduct because the series, quote, is a cash cow, end quote. And this is celebrities, people who empower and stuff like that. And this ain't even talking about the regular normal people out here that's just straight pedophiles, perverts, and, and predators. Another story. Catholic priest in France will be forced to wear scannable QR codes to signal whether they are sex offenders as part of a national crackdown on abuse. They not getting removed from being priests, not getting fired or not even suspended. They just getting QR codes so you can scan it. Oh, you, you still cool with us, but we just going to do this for, you know, PR purposes. This is the world we live in. So I'm about to play this clip for y'all. Bear with me. I'm about to play this clip for y'all. All right. <laughs> oh man. Let me find the clip. Um let me see. Let me find the clip. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's a cold world we live in. Cold world. Where's the clip? Uh, where's the clip? Where's the clip? Um, where's the clip? Is it coming up? Is it coming up? I'm scrolling through my my personal text messages to myself with the to with topics. Dang, did I pass it? Let me see. I don't think I passed it. Let me see. Uh, damn, I might have passed. Yeah, I think I passed it. Let me see. <sighs> Let me find this clip. 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 Damn, where is that damn clip? Okay, here you go. But shoot, I'm going to have to pause this because I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. And I'm back. See, I was about to sacrifice my bladder, but to just rush through the show. But I was like, nah, I got, you know what I'm saying? I got to get y'all a good show. So here go the clip right here. Let me pull this up. I found it. Here we go right here. Um, yeah, this is this is sick right here. All right, let me pull this up. Every step. As teenagers, you're always thinking, I'm so fat. There have definitely been times that I've looked in the mirror and hated what I see. This is a baby step to becoming more accepting of who you are. Being naked is not a bad thing at all. Zero, please. In you go. I think it's time that we see what real male bodies look like. Whoa, naked men. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Your happiness shouldn't be reliant on whether you have this perfect shape. A groundbreaking new series, Naked Education, starts Tuesday at 8 on Channel 4. All episodes available after on all four. And I'm assuming this is a British show, but the show is Grown Men. Showing their naked bodies to children. It says, quote, being naked is not a bad thing at all. 
end quote. Normalizing All Bodies, a groundbreaking new series, Naked Education, starts Tuesday at 8 p.m. This show is literally grown men showing their bodies to kids. This is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. And I've talked about um, before uh, those situations where they have the the trans people. I don't know if it's no, not trans, but the um, what's the people that dress up in the men that dress up in the women's clothing, the drag queens, the drag queens coming to the schools, reading children's books and stuff like that, and thinking that that stuff is normal or whatever. And it's been a lot of blowback with that, as long as well as people supporting it. Like, this is the world we live in, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? All right. Now, I came across this. It says the AOC, um, Alexandria, um, I forgot her name, the 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 congresswoman. I don't know if she's a senator or whatever, but she's in Congress. The AOC, the one from New York, the Latino one. This is a this is from her. She says AOC says straight men are the real predators and are a danger to women and children, not trans and LGBTQ people. Like this is the world we live in, the pandering and stuff and this the narrative pushing narratives and stuff like that. It's like this is just like off the wall type shit. I came across another clip today and I I think I'm going to end off right here. But this is a clip. Yeah, this is from a school board meeting. And it says. Um, it says school board cuts dad off when he reads the very book that is in the school library for 10 year olds. So I'm going to play the clip and you're going to hear you're going to hear what the what the dad says. This is a black black dad. Um, and this is in this is the Asheville City Board of Education. So let me let me pull this up. Last name is um, my name is John Amanchukwa, as I stated earlier. It's called It's Perfectly Normal for Students 10 and Up. This book details all kinds of sexual images pictures of elderly people nude pictures of an individual who's in a wheelchair with his penis out all of these sexual pornographic images are made available and placed at the fingertips of children and i'm sure dr cruz i don't know if you knew about this before you signed on but hopefully this is something that you can address and deal with because this is immoral and asinine to allow children to be able to see this also, this book even shows images of two women having sex, a man and a woman having sex, and two men having sex. That's not perfectly normal. Who decides what's normal? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Or do parents decide what should be placed at the fingertips and allowed to be taught to their children in the school system. I'll read some of this for you. 
It says, after a bit, a person's vagina becomes moist and slippery. And the clitoris becomes hard. After a bit, a person's penis, penis becomes erect, stiff, and larger. Pastor. Sometimes a bit of clear Pastor. fluid that may contain Pastor. a few sperm comes out of the tip of the penis and makes Pastor. it wet. Can we, sir, I'm sorry. I, is I'm, there, did I, was it something I said? Was it something I said? If you don't want to hear it in a school board meeting, why should children be able to check it out of the school system? See, we have perverts that are perverting our kids. And you all sit back smug in your chairs and celebrate diversity, equity, and inclusion, but you don't want me to read it so you can hear it. Why? Does it bother you? Yes or no? You can't answer that question. You want to know why? Because politically speaking, you can't say that it's wrong. You probably are a Christian man. But many Christians today have become more Democrat than Christian. Some Republicans have become more Republican than Christian. I'm not trying to win an election. I don't get my talking points from the RNC or the DNC. I get my talking points from the B-I-B-L-E, from the Bible. And you don't want me to read the... And I ain't trying to get all religified and all that other stuff. And it ain't, like I said, people could do whatever the hell they want to do. That's that's how I that's how I see. But when there's so many people out here talking about some there ain't no agenda being placed upon kids and stuff like that. There is. This is a book, uh, a literal book that's in. The school system, not every school system, but in I've heard this. This this is not a new story for me. I've heard this before, but we are over sexualizing kids in order to push an agenda this is predatory but like he said a lot of stuff is being politicized and all that other stuff people trying to to advance and to get in a certain position and stuff like that and they will pander to these perverted and predatory agendas and stuff and it's wrong it's just straight because up. it exposes the truth. How dare you tell me to stop reading it? If you don't want to hear it, why should the children have to see it? Pastor, your time is is the time is up. Thank you. It I mean, let's be real. Is it's going too far. Like it's predatory. Like I'm all like I, I'm going to keep saying is I'm all for people doing whatever they want to do with their life, live their life, however you want to do. But when you get to this predatory shit, this this pedophilia shit, this agenda shit, this pushing the narrative, I have a problem. I, I got to say something. And it's wrong. But I'm going to leave it there. I ain't got no song to end the podcast off of this this topic. <laughs> but, you know. When it comes down to it, this this whole society, not just the black community, is overly sexualized. Like, um, most recently, Janelle Monet been coming out and showing her titties and all that other stuff. And like, she went from the suit the suit and ties and and dancing and stuff to you know what I'm saying, showing her ass and titties the past couple of years and. 
this is like a clear example. Like that stuff sells. That stuff makes you popular. That stuff makes you go viral. I don't know what her position is or what she's trying to do or whatever, but and I'm not trying to point fingers at her or blame her or anything, but you see the the trajectory of her career now that she's been showing ass and titties as opposed to when she first came out and she was wearing suits and bow ties and stuff. We are overly sexualized through the entertainment industry. But like I said, people aren't necessarily bad or good, you know. We live in a predatory society. People usually will choose themselves first in a selfish manner that's beneficial for them and at other people's expense. This is the program that we live in. I mean, if you want me to get all conspiracy theoried up, this is the matrix, you know. There's a lot. All of us are selfish in some type of way. All of us are predators in some type of way when it comes down to the definitions of predator. A person or group that plunders, pillages, or robs. A person, group, or business that exploits, victimizes, or preys on others. An overbearing, greedy, or selfish person. So... Like I said in the beginning, you got to ask yourself, is it just animals that are predatory in nature or is it humans as well? Are we predatory in nature? We got to ask ourselves that because in some point in time in our lives, we were considered a predator. This is a Taste to Consider podcast. I'm your host, Derek Silver. And I'll talk to you soon.